Hello, and welcome to Season 2 of An Unconventional Guide to Success. Scott and I are excited for this season and hope you will truly enjoy our incredible lineup of guests who will share their stories and help us as we continue to explore concepts and discuss real-life examples showing that the path isn't linear and that the journey to success is self-defined. My name is Linda Misagatis. And I'm Scott Montgomery. And we will be your guides. Hey, Scott, how are you? I'm good, Linda. How are you doing? I'm good. It's so great to see you again. I always enjoy hey. our sessions. I agree. And you had some travel this week. So thanks for joining so early this morning. Yeah, well, you? you know, I was <laughs> I was telling people when I'm working for an East Coast company, I have just adapted to the fact that I'm going to be up very early and probably work very late. So, um, so that's just, you know. <laughs> The nature of the beast, but, <laughs> so but nice. well, let me introduce Sammy to everyone. Um, so Sammy is the <clears throat> video editor and motion graphics designer for KSE, which is actually a new role for her, which is pretty exciting. Um, as the video editor, she edits, shoots, and produces video content for in arena game broadcasts, digital platforms, and altitude TV for the Colorado Avs, Denver Nuggets, Colorado Mammoth, and the Rapids, which is pretty cool because the um the Avs actually won the Stanley Cup and Sammy got a pretty cool um gift out of all of that. Um she actually got a championship ring. So um, oh wow congratulations. That. Um yeah Did very you really? exciting. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to go to and yeah. you probably got to go to the game right there on the ice too, right? Uh no luck sadly I got COVID the week <laughs> that we were in the final stretch of it. And so I got to go to the first couple of games and to work them. And then after that, it was, it was just watching from the TV, but I was really lucky to get a staff ring. Yeah. It was really nice. So have it somewhere. <laughs> I have it somewhere. Um, it's, yeah, also, it's Sammy is a 2022 Heartland Emmy Award recipient um, for video editor for cool. the Colorado Avalanche live sporting event season. That was really cool to, to yeah. see Sammy uh, accept that award up there with her team. And Sammy recently got married to Michael. She has two crazy dogs named Kyrie and Bindi, and um, they've been doing a little traveling around the globe lately. So, so welcome. Welcome, Sammy. That's great. Yeah, thank you so much. Quite a resume for. So early in your career. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. why, you know, I yeah. thought what a perfect person to have um, on our show talking about how did you get here? <laughs> because Sammy has um, has had an interesting journey to get here. And, um, you know, she's done a lot of amazing things, um, but it's been through her through her tenacity um, and belief uh, in herself that she's managed to uh, to continue to be successful. Oh, so. That's wonderful. Wonderful. Thank so thank you for sharing that with us today. That'll be great for our viewers and 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 those who can be uh, motivated by what you're going to share or do it. Yeah, it's a great, um, great uh, uh, story. So, but, you know, Sammy, clearly relationships and partnerships are important in your role. So just in the way that you do your job, but I think throughout your life as well, as you've managed to, you know, move through your career on this journey that you're on. So could you maybe tell us about the three most influential people, um, you know, that have been really kind of helped you in your life and, and how they impacted you? Yes, absolutely. So I think um, it's really hard for me to narrow it down to just three people. It's a lot easier for me to do categories because I've just been, I've been lucky enough to have a lot of support uh, through family, through friends, through friends, parents, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely growing up. And then also just mentorship, which is, I think, a little bit different than relationships. But um, in every aspect of going through high school, college, in my early career, and, and then now, mentors have just been huge for me. And, and I would not be the video editor I am today without that. 
but it's hard to definitely narrow it down to three people. I could say my husband and then I could say my family and my All friends. Right. <laughs> you don't go the mentorship route. So but yeah. yeah, it's really, um, I'm really lucky. I think. Well, you know, it's funny, um, just in the way that I view things too, Sammy, um, the way I wrote my book and the way I kind of lay out where I've been in my unconventional journey, I started with partnerships and family, like you've talked about. And then I move into mm -hmm. relationships and sort of what you're teasing out a little bit with mentors and mentoring. Elaborate for me a little bit there what that means for you to have a mentor, to seek a mentor out and how that relationship works. If you would. Yeah, absolutely. I really think that early on, it just, um, I like watching how somebody is, moves throughout their career. And then I kind of latch on and decide what I can take from that and what I can learn from that. So, I mean, I'll probably talk about it later, but networking is huge, especially in my, in my uh, field. And so uh, even in, in high school, I, I kind of created my own internship at, at Westminster High um, during an off period with our video production person. And then from there, I moved on into, uh, in college, I really went in with CTV and we had a mentor who taught us, or that was our uh, campus television station. And he really taught us everything about broadcast. And so I really took that and ran with it. And then moving on into even like continuing down the line. I mean, when we were in the office full time, there's not a day that I wouldn't go in and talk to my boss and, and just say, Hey, what do you think of this? And how am I doing with this? And I just really uh, learned a lot from all of the editors around me. And I think that's the biggest part of mentorship is just keeping an open mind and really, really getting in as much knowledge as you can. And then now I actually have a lot of mentors. And uh, one of them is Allison, who's our freelance editor at Altitude when I was with them and then still with KSE. It's the same company, so it's kind of confusing. But um, uh, she's a freelance editor who I just really look up to and, and, uh, and have been able to send stuff to her and ask for her advice. And she'll, she'll say, I want to take you under my wing and teach you all these things. And so I just, uh, I just feel like none of us can do this alone. Mm -hmm. And so that's why mentorship is so important. Gosh, really uh, I think Sammy just, she must have read your book and we didn't even realize it um, because, <laughs> you know, I think a couple things that you said there is, um, you know, we totally agree. Nobody, we always say uh, those people who believe self-made, um, no one is self-made. They <clears throat> You've had someone who has helped you along the way, whether you recognize it or not. And um, so I love that you <laughs> talked about that. And then I loved what you said about mentorship as well, um, because you're so right. Yeah. Mentorship is not about having someone who, you know, now all of a sudden you are that person. It's taking the nuggets of and that you can really use and apply into your into your life and into your career. And so um, I love that. And how wise are you, Sammy? I mean, my goodness, um, you know, I'm not going to share how old Sammy is, but she's not very old. Um, and, you know, it's, she's, it's really just uh, incredible to think about, um, you know, your journey and, and how you've gotten here. You're definitely a, a great a role model for those who yeah. are out there that, you know, that want to get where they're going in life. So. You know, I think it's really important too, when you hone in on what you've talked about there, I find myself in that same path, Sammy, where I work with the people who want to work with me, who say, I want to take you under the wing. Mm -hmm. That is gold. And if people want to help you, let them. It's yeah. so critical for your mm -hmm. next generation and, and folks in, you know, out there trying to figure out their next move. If someone's willing to help, let them. Always let them. The other thing I would like to hone in on with what you've described here for us today is tell me a little bit about how you nurtured those relationships. It's not all just take, I'm sure. 
And I'm sure you've, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you honor the fact that someone wanted to take your, how did you end up exposed in sort of that environment? Just walk us through that whole story. Sounds fascinating. Absolutely. Yeah. I always, I always, um, I tend to get a little nervous because I don't want to force them to watch my content or, or, or just, um, want to, uh, build that relationship with them in a, in a selfish way. It's definitely more of a team building way. And so I think, I think maybe that's how I've been lucky is that all of my jobs as a video editor, yes, it can be more a solo job, but the producers, the shooters, just everybody involved with it really helps as a team. And so, and I have a background in softball. And so I think that, I think that's just one of the major things that I, I just see everything as, as we're all working together and as they're able to help me, I want to be able to help them too. And so whether that means um, uh, shooting their kid's wedding, you know, yeah. <laughs> because they've taught me how to be who I am now or, or just um, going to grab coffee and, and trying not to talk about work stuff and talk about more of the personal life. And so I definitely, uh, that's an interesting question because I guess I've never really thought about um, how I can give to them what they're giving. Oh, me, you've answered it perfectly. I think it's also just oh, no, no, in my experience, it's ironic, Linda, that you even say she must have read my book because you've, you've nailed <laughs> the idea of networking, reaching out and buying. I literally talk about buying coffee yeah. for folks to get from them what I can offer them in return as well. Like you said, maybe not talking about work, but lending that sort of yeah. honor, if you will, in yeah. respect. In how do you want me to be present for you? Let's go have a cup of coffee is my starting point, you know? And that's really valuable. So it's really, it is wise of you to think of it that way. And those those options of being able to provide your skill set for a free shoot or a free wedding or all those other mm -hmm. things are really a an an exceptional and excellent way to honor someone who's said, let me take you under my wing. And they always don't have to be further ahead of you. They can just be different from you and still can take each other under each other's wing. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I like what you said too about um, remembering to bring the personal side to it, because <clears throat> I know throughout my career as well, at a bad habit of, um, of, I can only talk about work. So I actually read a book called mm -hmm. The Art of Small Talk because I did not know how to have <laughs> small talk. It just seemed like such a waste of time to me um, to have the, you know, this little kind of, um, how's, how are you? How's your family kind of, kind of conversation? <laughs> I'm like, let's just get right to the point. And, um, and so I had to learn that because you don't develop relationships if you don't take the time yeah. to be a little personal. It doesn't mean that you have to be best friends with these people now. Um, but there is, people are more open and willing to share and, and, you know, and work with you when you take an interest in them above and beyond just what you can take from them. So I agree. I think that was a really great way that you framed that. So, well, Sammy, yeah. you have not been without setbacks and one major setback that you had, yeah. I remember back in, in high school is you were really going for the Daniels fund. And that was so important for you to get that scholarship, um, because, you know, it was paving your way to go to college. Um, but you didn't get the Daniels Fund. So maybe talk a little bit about that and how that didn't derail you um, to continue on the journey that you are on. Absolutely, yeah. So in, in high school, um, I tried to do the intern, or I had the internship during senior year with my, my high school. Then I also had a local television station where I interned as well. And so I really was pushing myself into my work, even though I wasn't in my career yet. And so with that, I, I really... 
had an idea for where my life was going to go. And that was going to University of Southern, Cal Southern California for film. And if I went there, I needed the Daniels Fund. And there was just no looking at it any other way because of how expensive it is. And so I remember doing um, pre-interviews to go to that college. And, and I tried to do ACT prep and SATs when we don't even have to take the SATs here in Colorado. And to be honest, my scores were very lacking. I didn't do well on the ACT or the SAT. And it led to me not getting into USC. And then I also found out around the same time that I wasn't getting the Daniels Fund, uh -huh. which of course is heartbreaking. But there's there's so many other options out there too for scholarships and and um, and then the scary student loans and and so I uh, I luckily got into CU Boulder and CSU Fort Collins. I'd done a program at Boulder and realized that maybe that wasn't really where I wanted to be. And so I went up to CSU and the first question that I asked is, "Where's their student media? Where's their where's their equipment? Where can I see their studio?" I just want to make sure that this is the right fit because I, I know I want to go into video production. And with that, I knew that I was going to have to be a journalism major. I didn't want to do journalism. <laughs> that wasn't what I wanted to do. I just wanted to do camera work and uh, always behind, never in front. And so, <laughs> You're doing and so, great, by the way. You're yes, yes, here. you are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and so uh, once I realized that there's an option for me and it wasn't, it wasn't uh, all going away just because I didn't get the scholarship and I didn't get into the school that I dreamed about getting into. Um, I realized that, you know, I can grow here. And, and because of my ACT and SAT sc scores, I wasn't able to start as a journalism major at CSU, but I was still able to start taking classes that were towards that. And so when I became a sophomore, I went in undeclared and sophomore year, I got to declare, which is really funny because knowing what you want to be, it's, it's, it's hard to not get into the program that you want to get into. And, and I was a straight A student. I had great grades yeah, and I graduated just, with honors from high school. Well with, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were, uh, Logan and I both were in the international baccalaureate program, which is a kind of like AP classes, but a little bit not like we'll say a step up, but yes, they were <laughs> uh, just a little different than AP. And, um, and yeah, so it was hard to, to fail at the ACTs and, kind of causing all the other things to go with it. But I do know the person that got the Daniels Fund and she was, she is doing great and she definitely deserved it. So I'm very proud of her. And the person before me, who was one of my really good friends, uh, the, the grade uh, above us, she got it and she's That's thriving. Great. So I'm really happy the Daniels Fund is out there and I'm going to keep preaching for everyone to apply awesome. to it. But <laughs> no, I love Sammy, that. you know, yeah. I have to just say, I, I've known you now for all of about 10 minutes and I'm super impressed with your <laughs> glass half full perspective. And I'm also very impressed with your drive, maybe slash tenacity to going after what you want. Where do you yeah. find that inside of this? Where do you find that perseverance inside of these obstacles? Like personally, what, yeah. tell us about you. What, what motivates you? Yeah, I think I think a lot of it has to do with setting small goals, but also um, I have a problem of uh, I don't like to disappoint people. Yes, yes. So Sammy that, is definitely a pleaser yeah. for sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so I think that comes back to myself, but also to, I mean, I mean, it's funny with my parents who uh, who are not college graduates. Um, I, I'm a first generation student. And so uh, with them, it was hard to get them to go to parent teachers conferences because they were like, what's the point? The, the teachers are just going to say you're doing great. And I'm like, well, but 
I also want you there. <laughs> and so I think, I think that's what, what kind of has caused all of this is that I just, I, I want to make them proud, even though I know I am. And then I just want to come back and make myself proud too, I guess is really what it's about. And then, uh, yeah, I just wanted to try and find a way to do what I like and, and not just go to work every day. So. That's fantastic. Wow. So that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can all learn from that mentality for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, hey, Sammy, you <laughs> talked a little bit about setting small goals. So, um, so maybe talk about, you know, goals and habits and how that, because I think, um, particularly knowing you so well and knowing how you've structured your, um, you know, your, your journey, uh, I think those goals and habits probably play in really strong as to who you are and why you're able to be so successful. I mean, I mean, you're a poster oh, child for how did you get here? Yeah. I mean, literally, <laughs> I am she tracking is. your every move. Uh, you yes. need to read this book. <laughs> so it true. goes yeah, partnerships, well, relationships, <laughs> habits, goals, mentors. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. I'm I'm channeling you. This yeah. is fantastic. I have been I have been listening to your podcast too. So okay. I think that maybe helps. That's good. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Great no. question, Linda. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, wrapping it back, it was habits, habits and, and goals. So yeah, uh, talk a little bit about, about that, because, you know, mm-hmm. I do think I was never um, that goal setter habit kind of person. Um, I'm a fly by the seat of my pants yeah. and, um, and just get things done. And I often reflect back and go, hmm, maybe if I would have taken a different approach, yeah. maybe I would have <laughs> a different outcome. So, uh, but, you know, yeah. it takes a certain mm-hmm. um, type of uh, discipline to really incorporate habits and goals into your life. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think I always, without unintentionally, I always set these goals and I, I don't really realize that I'm doing them. And so in high school, my major goal was I want to go to a four-year university. I want to live in a dorm and I want to experience what my parents couldn't. And so, or what my older siblings haven't either, because one of my siblings did go to Metro, but that wasn't a, you're not going to live there. And, and so uh, I think it surprised my sister too, that I was so eager to leave the house because um, the, by the personality, you would think that she would have left and I would have wanted yeah, to stay. So, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And so, <laughs> and so um, I think that that goal was just, okay, got to get into college in order to do that. I have to do well in school. And then once I got to college, my goal shifted to, okay, I really want to work in TV and I can, I see this program that they offer and I'm going to take what I can out of it and really build up to that. And then, um, as, as we're getting closer to graduating, I realized, okay, I'm, I'm working full, like not full time, but I'm going to school for full time. I'm working on the weekends at, um, I'm a server at Bojo's. And then I am also, uh, doing nights with CTV our campus media, like every, every night we had a broadcast and every night I was there. And so Monday through Thursday. And so I really lived on campus. And so once we go into getting up to junior year, I'm realizing, okay, I can be more of a leadership role in, in student media. Mm -hmm. My new goal is I want to be the student video productions manager. And then I also want to be the studio manager, which at the time was wrapped into the same position. We've now split it. Um, the people who are in the in the positions now uh, have two different roles because it's hard. Uh, yeah. Student video productions was our corporate video. And so we would go around the campus and we would sell uh, really like our work for uh, different different departments. So like athletics or or um uh, we did something for the fire department. We did a meat safety video. And so I was in charge of 
making sure that all of those got done and that we were meeting our goals financially and also um, the student base too of making sure that they got out of the program what they wanted while I'm also a student. And so then I'm also doing the nightly broadcast where I'm directing and, and teaching people how to direct and technical direct and everything. And so uh, those are my goals and I was very focused in college. And then when I got to, okay, senior year, I need to know where I'm going next. And so I started freelancing. And so I got really lucky. I um, between junior and senior, I did an internship with uh, Poudre School District, which is the high school, school or the the school district in Fort Collins. And through that, I met somebody who works at the Budweiser Event Center. And then I decided my goal was to I wanted to freelance with them. And he offered me a position as a camera operator for um, the Eagles, the Colorado Eagles, who are are uh, at the time it was ECHL hockey and um i'd never been to a hockey game before <laughs> now she's a huge hockey a camera fan for sports <laughs> and her and her husband yeah, have opposing yeah. teams too so her and michael do not do not <laughs> it's very frustrating <laughs> yeah he's only allowed to have his red wings and stars stuff down in the basement and not anywhere else <laughs> that i have color avalanche everywhere um so yeah i i went to my first hockey game as the main camera operator trying to follow a puck and and learning about the sport and so from there, I kind of realized like, oh, I don't have to go into news after after college. Um, I know I wasn't going to go into entertainment per se because I'm not going to go into movies. I'm really focusing on tel on TV and news production. And so then through that, I just realized my goal was now I want to work at somewhere that isn't news, but is still in TV. And so a little bit more broad. And then that's how I got into Altitude and and worked my way up there and to where I am now. So it was hard for me to lose that goal of not working for television anymore when I switched to this new role in November. Yes, I still make content that does end up on TV, but the major part of it is in arena and digital. And so it was a weird adjustment because my goal had always been to work in TV and now I'm letting that go in a sense. Yeah. So Hopefully that answered your question. It did. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of small goals in there, which I, you know sometimes they're called yeah. objectives. They move towards goals and okay. and everything else. You're again, your drive and perseverance moving to action and so much action. Where are you taking all this? What's your what's what's next for you on on that front? Yeah, I uh, I get that question a lot, and I. Career-wise, I'm pretty happy where I am, and I was even before I switched positions. And so now I think my goals are maybe a little bit more personal in the sense of like, we got married last year, and, and it was a big year in, in the sense of career-wise also. And so now I'm, I'm kind of wondering if I, I've always been so career-centric that I'm wondering if maybe I need to take a little step to the side and, and kind of look at something outside of that a little bit more. I mean, even looking back in college, I worked you so did. much. Yes, yeah. it was fun and CTV and everything, but I just, uh, I guess I didn't realize how much I, I did that. So that's, I think now I'm just realizing it too. That's fantastic. I mean, personal goals are just as important, yeah. if not more so. Absolutely. And they are, and for me, yeah. they're intertwined. My personal goals align with my career goals. And you can, you can find that serendipity between the two. Sure. Yeah, it's very it's really admirable.
really admirable. Yeah. Well, and you know, one of the things too that you were talking about, um, Sammy, just throughout the conversation, I could hear like just how your networking um, was so critical. And so yeah. talk a little bit about that because one, I'm super impressed um, just the way that you networked <laughs> even through like with the Budweiser Center and all of those sorts of things. And that takes a certain personality mm-hmm. um, and drive again. It's a, it's a level of confidence that you have to step outside and really do that. And you're kind of, you're a shy person. So when I hear all of this, I'm like, (laughs) it just impresses me even more about, um, you know, just listening to your journey. uh, And so talk a little bit about the whole network. Yeah, absolutely. So that is one of the things that I would say to anybody especially in my career, but everywhere that networking is key. And I truly, truly believe that because if, if I hadn't met the certain people that I did, I wouldn't be where I am. And same thing with altitude. I mean, that's how I even got um, HR to look at my resume was because somebody already worked there that I knew. And so he put in a good word that helped me get the position. And then from there, um, you kind of, uh, force your way into networking. You you see people in the break room that you want to work in their department and you talk with them and you figure out what they're doing. And, and then you go up and talk to their boss and say, can I shadow for a night? This is what I want to do. And then once a job opening comes up, they, they think of you. And then it's also the, do you have time to look over my resume? Can you look at my reel and think what how I can improve it? And so I think that was one of the reasons why I didn't get a video editing job directly out of college is because they want it just a little bit more. And so um, uh, that's why I started in a different department at Altitude at KSE um, that I didn't enjoy doing. And I was there for six months, but I really used it as a foot in the door. And so I turned down other jobs that I think I would have really liked out of college, but I knew that my end goal was this, and I think I can get there if I keep going this way. And so, and so just, uh, just being able to, to know that it's okay to talk to anybody because they also had to get to that position somehow too. They weren't just given it. And so, uh, I think, I think, uh, just making sure that you work really hard and then they can see that, then they're more willing to talk with you. And then also getting to know them on a personal level too, um, Linda, as you know, a lot of my coworkers were at my wedding. Yes, yes, they were. (laughs) Probably way more than most people would invite to their weddings. But um, I think that the relationships that I build and the mentorships and everything are are just so important to me. And then then I find them as being my best friends. So there's a lot of overlapping. That's really um, important. Especially in my, thank you, yeah. Especially in my career, um, there's so much overlap in in when I was freelancing at CU Boulder at CSU now I'm seeing those people here at Ball Arena when I'm yeah, when I'm working game night and so if you don't make a good impression with anybody it's going to get around and no one's going to want to yeah. work with you right. and so not only network but just show that like you can hold your own especially as a woman in Absolutely. sports like I need to prove that I can hold a camera or I can wrap a big yeah. cable so, it's true or I can be in a locker room without without it being a problem yeah. in these male sports. No, I think yeah. those are all really great points because you're right. You also had some adversity in that for you because you're right for women in, um, in what you're yeah. doing in sports, you know, there were a couple of things there that could really have set you back, but you've proven yourself uh, time and time again. Um, and that, you know, and I think that that shows, and I love what you said about it because it is such a small community. Um, Scott and I talk about this all the time mm-hmm. and, um, you know, you just, you really need to be mindful of the relationships that you develop and the network that you build, because 
it is a very small community out there. Um, and even mm-hmm. though we think that we may never run into someone again, chances are pretty good you're going to. And so you want to be really mindful of, of how you manage yourself and manage those relationships. So sure. So, so no, I think that's really mm-hmm. great. Um, well, what is it? What do you think that is like one lesson your job has taught you that you think everyone else um, should learn at some point in their life? Yeah. One lesson that my job has taught me is really um, to accept criticism and not be hurt by it. Because as as you're going through this career, you have to learn that um, you may think that you're doing it the way that it needs to be done. But then you have all of these other people come in and say, oh, that are, that are experienced say, oh, well, I think what if you did this or what if you did that? Or how about we change that last shot or that music track or or whichever. And as frustrating as it can be, especially when you're starting out and you think like, no, this is yeah. perfect. <laughs> um, you have to learn to, to accept it because not only is it making you someone that's easier to work with because mm-hmm. you have to kind of do what the producer is wanting out of their product. And then also, um, also to not take it to heart. Like yeah. don't think that you're the world's worst editor just because they have a couple of criticisms or critiques that you need to change. Yeah on your, on your edit. That's so I great think that's advice. Um, I remember as a young person and I still struggle with it even today. Um, I did not take criticism well, and I really kind of felt like it was, um, a reflection of my failure. And so, you know, I, I had a hard time kind of processing when people would say those things. And then, and I would think to your point, I'm the worst in the world. And now it wasn't just that situation. It was, everything like the whole world was crashing down versus just being able to focus in on that one thing that actually had happened you know and so I I really love that piece of advice because it's especially for younger people because I do think that uh, we talk a little bit about this with like the social media presence and all that sort of stuff everybody wants to be liked everybody wants to you know have all their stuff everybody say it's wonderful and fantastic Um, but that's just not true. People aren't going to love everything and people are going to provide criticism and how you deal with that, I think is really important in your life. Yeah. Totally. Perspective is everything. And if you can, if you can keep your mind open to perspective and maybe not even call it critiquing and sort of integrate, you know, and work collectively on the greater good of say a video, then you're going to come out with a better product and you're going to come out with a different shift, you know, just to that end. And we talked a little bit about women in the industry you're in. I have found Mm -hmm working with women in, in the industry that I serve too, when we're trying to solve a problem or work together on something and I give a perspective, what, one of the things that I've learned is that the women countering a perspective have said to me, you'll never understand because you're not a woman, right? So once you start to expand your logic and think outside of your thinking it's perfect and you understand, the world opens up for you. Because there are so many different perspectives in just the sexes between men and women alone, starting there. Yeah. And so it's fascinating that you grabbed that early, Sammy, because that's so important, especially for our young listeners. There is a perspective. You've been trained. You're in college. You know what you're doing. But sometimes the gift is to let someone infiltrate or bring a perspective, even if it makes the end result imperfect. Yeah. Yeah. And so funny you hone in on that. Yeah. No, I love that. Absolutely. Well, Sammy, I'll switch something a little more fun. Um, where, um, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Yeah. So I get that question a lot because my husband and I do travel a lot. He has a, 
he has a job who has given the given him the opportunity to go abroad for certain trainings. And so um, we went to Germany a few years back, then we got to go to England. And then most recently, we got to go to England and France. And so uh, I think we're just lucky that we I can tag along and he'll be there for a week and then I'll join him out afterwards. And then also for our honeymoon, we did did a bunch of yeah. like traveling through Greece and, and Italy and everything. And so, uh, and, and so because of that, everyone thinks that I want to live abroad, <laughs> but to be honest, I really love Colorado. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's because all my family's here, most of his family's here. Um, or if it's just because I've always lived here. Uh, I, I just, at this moment, I can't see myself living any, anywhere else. However, I think we would enjoy to live in a different country at some point of our yeah. lives. So I don't know if it'll ever happen, but um, now with the remote workforce, I think it might be a little bit more like possible, Absolutely. but um, yeah, I'm not really sure where or, or if it will ever happen, but um, we do love Colorado. And there's a plug for Airbnb in there right there. You know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. No, that is the beauty of Airbnb, right? All right. So Sammy, as we, um, as we end our show, we always kind of like to ask our guests three questions. And um, so what, uh, what, three books would you recommend to our audience and why those books? Okay. So this is one of my goals is that I'm going to read more this year. And so, All right. And That's so, good. Reading is good. Yeah, <laughs> and so I have a couple that I've read. Um, the Jeanette McCurdy book is just really amazing. Um, and then it's the, I'm glad my mom died. That's the name of it. And so oh, right. yeah. I, I did not realize I was going to enjoy that one as much as I did. I have a good relationship with my mom. Um, that's not why I read yes. it. And then, right. Yeah. Yes. And so I, uh, <laughs> that was one that I read recently that is, is really good, but it doesn't really pertain to what we're talking about, but I guess we'll learn a little bit. That's okay. Yeah. No, 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 that's per- all right. It pertains yeah. that you're reading it all. So that's <laughs> good. Yeah. No, it's I mean, good. we are talking about a book and I haven't heard this one yet. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, let's, you're right, you're right. let's see what's going to I'm going yeah. to add it to my book club. Yes. Absolutely. No, I'll be sure to send it to you. So don't yes. worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's all I have right now. Not three, but. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Hey, that's you know okay. what? It's a start and a new goal. So mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. So are you a podcaster? Um, yeah. Sammy, do you listen to podcasts? Oh, so what three other, <laughs> but you know, like what podcasts would you recommend? Like yeah. what, what are your top three and why would you recommend mm-hmm. those particular ones? Yeah. So uh, my top three podcasts are Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard, who, uh, Oh it yeah, I like is that one too. Very good. It's on Spotify. And not only do they talk with celebrities, but then every Wednesday they talk with an expert. And when I first started listening, I, I was skipping those episodes because I was like, oh, I, I don't really want to hear from a psychiatrist or anything. But now those are the, right. the best episodes. Um, you learn so wow. much and it's all people who yeah. are just uh, are advanced in their field. And so I really, really like that one. And then uh, my Ambiolics Breakdown is also really good where she talks to experts um, that's the woman oh. that was on Big Bang Theory, but is also a yeah, neurosurgeon. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, right. I know what an amazing I know. career she's So had. I really like listening to her perspective on things as well. And then um, just a fun little uh, tinier podcast. It's called Real Blend. Uh, with it's part of Cinema Blend, and they talk about movies and TV shows. <laughs> and so, oh, very yeah, cool. I really like. Well, films. that makes There's sense. TV. That yeah. Lines. yeah, no, absolutely. So nothing That's really. Uh, I mean, they talk about some self self-care things within there too but nothing that uh, is is particular to um the building yourself I guess as much as the entertainment yeah. side of it but 
Yeah, no, that's all right. Those are good. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> so what's one question you wish we'd asked you and how would you have answered that question? Uh, I don't know. You guys are doing really well with this podcast and interviewing questions and everything. <laughs> I mean, even from episode one of your last season um, to the end of that season, it's been, it's been really fun to listen. And so I can't wait to read your book too, Scott. I know I should have done that, but oh, thank you. Um, yeah, no, I don't no. think I, uh, I guess the only fun question would be, you didn't ask to see the Emmy. <laughs> you're, oh, oh yes. you're right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. That is so, so amazing. Beautiful. That is so cool. I need to take a picture yeah. of that. Hold on a second. Hold yes. on a second. Go ahead. <laughs> One, so let me get neat. that. I beautiful so, beautiful i normally don't have yeah. it right next to me in case anybody's wondering unlike scott who always has his book right next to yeah. him so he can uh, just pop that yeah. right up, i don't know so. what you're talking about <laughs> gonna do the backwards thing. Yeah, exactly. i love it no, no. show that again yeah show that i again. think Let it's doing the, the, screen, the screen flip oh. so you'll have to flip it or something oh, that's wonderful no it's no, perfect yeah no we can read it yeah no that is so cool. a little to the left for you know, a little to the left right? there you go beautiful oh, i love it sammy congratulations and it has a, yeah. it has my name yeah. before i was married and i think uh that's a that's difficult is switching your name in a professional manner too as women i mean yes oh gosh it's hard to 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 switch away from something that's I've been successful with and people yeah. find me on. So. Well, it's part of our identity, yeah. right? Especially when you've built a career before you get married. Mm -hmm. um, it's different than, you know, when you got married yeah. and then you build your career. Absolutely. So it is, it's hard because, um, you know, that name change. Yeah. That's it's, it's, it's gotta be yeah. yeah no that's one of those things where i as a guy will never really understand that cultural no. shift yeah. i know my husband so, says it's not a big department. deal and i was like well you don't have to do it <laughs> and so, right exactly that's exactly. it his name stayed the same exactly. so yeah, yeah exactly mm -hmm. no yeah that's so crazy so hopefully, wow. yeah. well, sammy i just have to say yeah i just have to say how impressed <laughs> i am by your tenacity your drive your communication uh the things you've done to advance your career and the way you represent your generation and we've represented here today. So affecting other folks, you know, who are emerging in business, who are emerging in life, the balance between personal and career. I, you know, I just can't thank you enough for all that you've shared. I hope you'll come back and see us. Maybe yeah. there's a, a yeah. round two in this for, for <laughs> us after you, maybe you change your name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, I yeah. would thank you that. very much for maybe being here. Maybe the next yeah. Emmy. Yeah, for sure. There you yeah. go. The next Emmy, you can come yeah. and talk about that journey for yeah, sure. Yeah, thank you both so well, much. And thank you for having me. And it's just, uh, it's just been so fun, Linda, seeing you throughout the years. I mean, I mean, career wise, women empowerment wise, just everything. Yeah. Well, Scott, thank you um, for being here in the studio. Thanks, and Sammy, Linda. thank yeah. you. And, and to all of our listeners out there, we really appreciate it. And, um, you know, just a reminder that um, the, uh, you know, journey is, is not a linear journey and, um, and your path is your path. And so, um, so thank you all. We hope you enjoyed this episode of an unconventional guide to success. If you want to learn more about Sammy Guerin, you can follow her on LinkedIn. Her profile is in the show notes. An Unconventional Guide to Success is an inspirational, motivated series hosted by Scott Montgomery and Linda Misagatis, recorded on Riverside.fm. Music, editing, and production by Logan Misagatis. Check out Scott Montgomery's new book, How Did You Get Here?, and all the helpful related materials at www.howdidyougethere.com. Thank you for joining us on our journey. If you would like to reach out to us, our contact information is in the show notes.